Hey there. Are you struggling to find customers? Or maybe you have an offline business and you're trying to figure out how to transfer it to the online world. You've heard that people can make money with courses and coaching, but you're just not sure how to do that. And specifically, you might be looking for a more clever, fun, and interesting way to get new customers. Welcome to Podcast Persuasion. I'm your host, Camille. And for the last 12 years, I've been using podcasting to grow three very successful million dollar businesses online using my voice and the power of podcasting, both public and private. And if you're not sure what that is, then stay tuned as I walk you through the opportunity that's available for you. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks so much for joining me again. My name's Camille. I'm the host of Podcast Persuasion. And today I want to talk about something that might be a little bit controversial, but I'm going to say it anyways. Being an entrepreneur is the best job in the world. Uh, An entrepreneur is someone who basically makes something out of nothing. We create something from scratch. And you might be wondering, well, so then what's a business owner, right? And so a business owner is someone who maybe takes an existing business and continues that business, grows it, increases the business, does something with something that's already existing. But an entrepreneur is different. They're the one who basically literally makes something up out of magic, like thin air, right? And they create a service or a product and they create a value, a price around it, and they sell it to somebody. And there's a whole like magic and alchemy that happens with that and they get a result for somebody. Now for me, someone who's been an entrepreneur since I was pretty much 16 years old, uh, it's been an incredible ride, just an incredible journey of creativity, exploration, learning, curiosity, implementation, adjustment. And you know, for me, it's been great. I mean, honestly, it, it doesn't mean that it hasn't come with stress or problems. Uh, but the difficulties, you know, because that happens in, in life, right? There's difficulties in everything, but, and it, and it definitely has some of that, but the difference is that I feel an incredible sense of control around my life. And I don't know about you, but being able to control my own destiny, being able to be a part of that journey and have input in my own life is just so incredibly satisfying. So, you know, a lot of people that come to me who want to join podcast persuasion, they are incredibly successful in some other way, right? They're talented. They have skills. They're competent. They've done other things, but they're looking for more control around their own destiny, around how they make money, around where they live, what they do, uh, what they put out in the world. And, and probably my guess would be, if you're listening to me right now, you have a lot of things you'd like to do, but it's difficult to do given your circumstance, either the person you work for, the organization you work for, the hospital you you know, you work for, or geographically where you live, the money you can charge for things. Like there's a lot of constraints on your life. Okay. So when you become an entrepreneur like me, where you make up a new business out of scratch, and in this case, we're having the podcast be the center of that kind of little universe we're going to create with you. Um, it just is incredibly satisfying because you have so much control over it. So, you know, for me, like when I go to bed at night, I sleep soundly. (laughs) Okay. I don't have any regrets about how I've run my business or the choices I've made. And of course I've made mistakes and things that, you know, haven't really turned out the way I wanted. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to do that again. 
But the difference, the really big difference is that I have a sense of control over my life. And so many of you listening to me right now feel no sense of control, right? You are at the whim of the person you work for, the people you work around, the job, the organization, the company, your colleagues, your financial limitations with, you know, you, how much you can make on your job, uh, performance reviews, all kinds of things, right? You have a lot of constraints on your life. And what's worse is you can't change any of it very minimal changes can you make, right? Whereas I can make changes when something's not working. I can just literally the next morning get up and go, okay, I no longer like doing X, Y, Z, or that didn't work out the way, or this is really bothering me or causing a lot of stress. I can just think of a new strategy the next day. I don't have to ask anybody for permission. I don't have to run it by a committee. I don't have to get my boss's approval, you know? So you know, for me, that's what I mean by, I don't feel any sense of regret around stuff like that. And, um, you know, I don't know about you, but it can be incredibly demoralizing and depressing and anxiety provoking when you don't feel a great sense of control over your own life, your own money, um, what you can do, how creative you can be. And most of the people that join podcast persuasion are already upset about something in their industry. There's something that they want to do differently. There's something that's not working that they have seen over and over and over again, and they want to do something about it, but they can't do that in their existing situation. So becoming an entrepreneur like me, creating a little online digital business is like so liberating because you just, there's no limitations. There's no limitations, which can also feel scary if you're new to doing that. And that's why you have a coach like me to gently guide you, comfort you, help you along, reassure you that, look, this is totally normal. Your feelings are totally normal and that you can still make money even if you're nervous about it, right? So that's that's part of the reason of being in a group. You get all that care and attention that you need. So, um, you know, I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about being an entrepreneur and just like why I like it so much and, and how liberating that has been for me. So I am going to talk about a couple of, um, a couple of little examples, but the biggest thing that I'm going to say is that like, if you have something you want to do, but you feel restrained, right? Like you, you're just tired of having to ask for permission to do the basic things. Right. And so, um, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be reliant on my boss to ask them like, you know, Hey, can we finally fix this thing that I've been talking about, complaining about for years? Right. Or maybe you're waiting on a coworker to quit because he or she is not doing their job and it directly affects you. And there's like nothing you can do until that person quits. Right. So for me, like those types of things, I don't have to worry about those things. I can just solve the actual problems as they come up. And I don't have to ask anybody's permission to actually make my life and my family's life better. Okay. And then of course there's the side benefit is I get to make a lot of damn money. So, but you know, those of us who are doing the things we're doing, we're not doing it just for the money, right? You're looking for greater satisfaction in life. And a big part of that is having a sense of control over your own destiny and being able to be incredibly creative about how you solve those things That is a big part of what we do inside of Podcast Persuasion is we figure a lot of these things out and we're doing it together with my guidance and insight in the group. So you're not just by yourself. I'm not saying you're by yourself, but you are able to creatively come up with ideas to solve some of these, um, you know, 
issues that might come up in your new business. All right. So, you know, whether you're a physician, a doctor, an accountant, maybe some sort of professional, maybe you, um, you know, have a skill set and you've been doing that working for somebody else or in an organization and you're itching for something more, okay, itching for something more. I cannot speak more highly of being an entrepreneur and coming up with a service, a product, something to sell online. And that means you have global reach, right? But let's just say United States, right? Which is massive. And there's just so much potential there that we can now do because of these digital things that we can do, right? And the podcast is the center of all of that universe for me. And another reason why I like it is because you can communicate really quickly, really fast. It's um, just such an easy, inexpensive thing to do to try to get in front of your perfect person that you want to help. So let me talk about three little examples about how being an entrepreneur has helped me and might give you some inspiration of how, you know, instead of me having to ask permission from somebody, I just was able to kind of recreate myself and my clients were able to like literally creatively come up with something new. And that's a big part of being an entrepreneur. And if that scares you, that's okay. That's normal because maybe you've never created something from scratch that makes money. Uh, but it's amazing when it really works, right? It's amazing. So I'm going to talk about my first example is inside of one of my brands where I do kitchen design. That's my background for the last, you know, several decades. And it's a truly creative experience, but it's also creative in how I run that business, like the ways that I run it. What do I offer? Who do I offer it to? And I get to decide how I actually want to do that, right? Versus if I worked for a kitchen design company, I would have to use their model. I'd have to use their method. I'd have to use a lot of the their vendors and the ways that they design kitchens. I'd have to ask for permission if I want to do something different or I want to go after a different type of client. I'd have to get approval on my ads. If I want to do Facebook ads, I'd have to convince them to do Facebook ads. Uh, you know, multiple people would have to look at those ads and then give me feedback and they don't even know anything either. So I'm going to get feedback that's not even helpful and it's just going to take forever, right? It's going to be incredibly cumbersome versus for me, I, um, two years ago, I was kind of a little bit bored with what I was doing. I still liked it. I liked all my clients, but I wanted to do something. I wanted to mix it up a little bit. And so I thought, well, what would be some a different way that I could present what I'm doing? Right. And so I came up with this idea of, well, what if I took what I did over say a month and I squished it down into a day and I created a VIP day. And this is for a very specific type of woman who has a healthy budget and she's really looking for speed and confirmation of her choices, her design choices. She doesn't want to spend a month and a half talking about it, right? She wants it done now. So it's a really specific type of person. It's like a subset of a subset. So within, I went to lunch, I went to a, a, a bar lobby, which is, we have this really nice, beautiful hotel here and they have a gorgeous bar with big tables and I could sit in the back and I just really quickly in about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I just wrote down a few statements and descriptors around the type of person that I thought this, this problem would solve, what I thought she would pay, what would be her objections to purchasing, uh, what would she be worried about? And ultimately, why why would she do it? Like, what's the transformation? What's the result she's really looking for? 
as opposed to doing something over a month and a half, right? What's the difference between a month and a half of design down in just one day? So I came up with a cute name. I came up with a new cute logo really quickly on Canva. I came up with a price that I thought would be an ideal price for her. And I created a sale, little mini sales page. And I created a couple of face, a couple of ads, or sorry, I created a couple of podcast episodes on my main podcast, talking specifically to her about this new offer. Okay, this VIP design done in a day thing where we basically design your entire kitchen in one day, the materials, the, uh, the, like everything, cabinets, countertops, the layout, we fix all the design problems. Literally everything is done in that one day period. Okay. And it's of course a premium service, right? And, um, so I did that and that was just over one weekend. I just came up with the idea and I thought, yeah, let's see if this will work. Right. I didn't agonize over it. I didn't worry about it. I didn't worry about like, well, what if it doesn't sell? Like most things sell eventually. You just have to figure out what combination is going to make it work. And two weeks later I had recorded my little 10 minute episodes. I put them on the website. I put them on the podcast. I published them. They were live. I did a couple of little quick videos uh, on Facebook ads to those podcast episodes. And a month later, after those basically were running for a couple of weeks, right? I sold six. I sold six of those uh, VIP done in a days for $6,000. So I sold $36,000 worth of kitchen design where I was just working with one person for one whole day, not literally for eight hours straight, but like we dissolved, we, we re- resolved everything over an, over an eight hour period. Right. And, uh, we were only together actually only a couple of hours because she'd already done a lot of pre-work and all that stuff. So it's, I can show you how to structure that. So, but like, that's an example of how I made $36,000 when I really just did a few things on a cocktail napkin I spent maybe an hour or two on a sales page and a a couple of, you know, 10, 20 minutes on podcast episodes and I put it out in the world and I made money really quickly and I didn't really have to ask anybody for permission. Now, if that had flopped, if it had quote unquote not worked or I got one person, I would have gotten feedback. I would have been able to adjust. I would have been, been able to see, oh, well, not very many people like the Facebook ad. Okay, let me do another video. Maybe I didn't quite have the angle right, the messaging right. And I wouldn't have, again, had to ask anybody. I would have just been able to re-upload another video and put it back out in the world and then see what happened the next time. So that level of control gives you an an enormous amount of self-esteem when you're running your business because you are the only person that you have to ask any permission of. Now, in my group, obviously, if you're new, you don't maybe know how to do all those things that quickly, so I'm helping you with those things. That's part of what we do in the group is create all those little pieces, right? But the bottom line is that you're the best person to understand your customer at some level, and I help you figure out how to sell to those people And that would have been very difficult to do if you were trying to convince your boss that you're going to do a Facebook ad to a whole nother kind of person in your business, right? So that's my literal example of kind of how I take something that I've done for a long time and then I put a new twist on it and very quickly I can make additional money and or just keep myself interested in my own business, right? All right. The second one is one of the women that's in our group. Um, She is a very high-end designer and she does gorgeous, gorgeous work. And she is in the, um, is in Florida 
And so she came into podcast persuasion because she's already obviously has a very successful design business. She doesn't need more work with that, but she's been doing it for decades, kind of like how I did. And she wanted to do something different, creative, fun, interesting. And she was a little bit bored with her industry, right? She'd been doing it for a long time. So she wanted to come up with an offer, a way to help other designers in her industry. And so we created the podcast in order to pull those types of women to her. And she created a, uh, she created her first offer and we put that out in the world. She got some people back and we kind of decided that they were really bit, a little bit too beginner, right? They just, they, they didn't have quite the money that she, they needed to invest in coaching with her. And they were fairly needy and they kind of, um, didn't have the right like mindset to do the work. They were just kind of constantly procrastinating. So it was frustrating for her. And so she basically just decided, I don't want to work with these types of people. Okay. And she didn't have to ask permission. It's just because she just didn't want to do it. (laughs) Right. So we shifted, we quickly pivoted and we created a new offer where she's targeting women who want to target affluent clients, which is her specialty, how to get very high end clients who are corporate executives. They own multiple houses. They travel frequently to Europe. They do all kinds of things that just like your average, you know, person, average mom, uh, in a, in a regular neighborhood, she's not going to spend 10, 20, $50,000 on a design fee, right? She's not going to do that. But these people will do that and not think anything of it because the houses are several million dollars, five, 10, $20 million. So to hire a designer to spend a hundred thousand dollars to design your house is not a stretch, right? So she created a new offer because she could, and she quickly targeted other women in the design industry who have been successful, who have some money, but they really want to target more affluent clients in their specific town, in their specific area. So we did. So that's what she's working on now. She's currently selling that. She's created podcast episodes around that. And she will create Facebook ads directly to her podcast as well, targeting those women. And so for her, like that was just a really fast, fun experience for her because We just did it over a couple of meetings in our regular podcast persuasion. She didn't have to agonize over it. She didn't have to like spend six months on her own or a year on her own second guessing it. She just literally, we just mapped it out and now we're putting it out into the world. And then my third example of being an actual entrepreneur is the difference between maybe having an existing business where you haven't really created anything from scratch, anything new, right? So that is one of our members who is a jazz pianist, a very, very successful professional jazz pianist for 40 years. He's incredible. He's very, very talented. He has worked with all kinds of famous people in the music industry. And much like the other woman, you know, he's done this for decades and he wanted something more creative. He wanted something more where he could one, make more money and two, work with other people outside of just his local area in the South. So he went from an existing business, which I would just call him a business owner, a very, very micro small business owner. He taught music classes and coaching one-on-one. And now he has a podcast where he is pulling leads to him to do uh, performance training and more higher level musicianship, 
Okay. How to get gigs, how to get booked, how to find an agent, all kinds of things that if you want to be a professional musician, he can now work with people all over the world who already have a a talent on some level, but maybe they want to up level to the next level, or they want to really perform in a way that they've never done before. Uh, He also has created another offer where he helps young people parents, right, of young people who want to get into jazz camp, some of these higher level performance music schools, they're incredibly competitive and difficult to get into. So he actually coaches them on how to do that, right? So that is what I call him going from an existing business owner to an entrepreneur, because now we're actually creating something from scratch, a whole new offer, a whole new way of presenting it in a way that's not typical, right? It's through the internet. And Um, yeah, it's just, it's really amazing because it's just brought so much like revived energy into his existing business because it feels like a new business because it is, he's no longer just doing a music lesson with a kid down the street, right? That he met at church. He's booking thousand dollar calls with someone that he's never met across the country and helping them start their entire music career in a way that he would have never been able to do before if it wasn't for the podcast connecting those two people. Okay. So I hope this has been uh, inspiring. I hope you have maybe thought, hmm, maybe I want to be an entrepreneur. And what the difference is between just being a regular business owner, which isn't bad either. It's just that being an entrepreneur is truly the cat's meow. (laughs) Okay. It is the cat's meow and specifically having a podcast because it is just so incredibly quick and fast and versatile and flexible that you can do whatever the hell you want with your new business and present yourself in however you want and change your mind and shift and grow over time. And the podcast episodes let you do that really easily. And, um, yeah, I've just enjoyed talking to you. So talk soon. Hey there, if you're still listening to me, I know I might have just gotten through to you a little bit and you're a little bit intrigued. And so if you'd like to take the next step, reach out to me. Let's chat. Let's let's see what I might be able to help you do inside of this program. Uh, it's simple. It's free. No obligation. There's a link down in the show notes. You can schedule an appointment with me and let's just spend 15, 20 minutes trying to you know, think through what might work for you and how you might be able to use a podcast as your main way of bringing you new customers and making more profit. So reach out.